Hello everyone, Alan Mashburn here, your candidate for Lieutenant Governor. We've had a lot of homeschool families reach out to us uh, concerning some of the bills that's before the North Carolina General Assembly. Before I get into those, and, and there are five, I believe, uh, before the General Assembly, and we're not going to be able to address all of them today, uh, but I want to hit three of them, okay? I want to I want to address something that's rampant in, in some homeschool communities. The fact that we cannot or should not get involved politically. You know, that's invaded the church, and I've dealt with it as a pastor for years now. And folks, I'm going to tell you, because we haven't been involved, this is why we're seeing some of the intrusions and the deletion, if you will, the taking away of our rights or our freedoms or our liberties. We have got to get past that stigma because uh, what comes down the pike uh, the next few years is drastically going to affect us specifically. And I'm a homeschool dad. Me and my wife have homeschooled for over 14, over 15 years, I guess. And, and so you've got to understand how we're, how we're approaching this. I'm a pastor. Uh, I, and I believe that we should stand for truth. And I believe that we should stand loudly and boldly for our positions, for our country, for our state and be bold concerning anything about our children. And so we have got to move past that. Uh, I am the only homeschool dad running in, in a race in this state, as far as I know. And uh, there's going to be no one who will understand or listen to you uh, more than someone like me. Now, as lieutenant governor, I'll have to be lieutenant governor for everyone. But no one is going to understand the homeschool community like a homeschool father. So I trust that you'll get behind our campaign because we certainly want to do what's right and protect your right and your liberties to homeschool your children. Now, several things I want to cover today, and we don't have adequate time and and uh, we have to make sure that we stay on schedule and stay on task. But I want to point out two bills specifically, House Bill 420 and then Senate Bill 665. House Bill 420, that expands and consolidates the K through 12 scholarships. Now, currently ESAs, they're called Education Student Accounts. That program is available to meet the needs of students with disabilities. Private schools and homeschools can apply for the program, but it's designed to cover the expenses such as speech therapy, tutoring services, and educational technology. Now, families with students in this program can order curriculum, educational therapy, educational technology, supplies, tuition from a state-approved service provider or from an online marketplace uh, through the state. What House Bill 420 will do, it will expand the ESAs to non-public students. Now that's where we fall into, into place. That's, that's our category. And that includes the homeschool students that uh, don't actually have what's called an IEP, which is a individual educational plan issued by a local school district. 
So the way that program would actually be structured, it gives a lot of control to the state of how families actually could spend the money. Let's be honest. Let's be very forthright. Anytime there is government funding involved, there are strings attached. There's no such thing as free money, specifically dealing with education. And then I would cross over to, to Senate Bill 665 because it uh, deals directly with the Opportunity Scholarship Program, i.e. school choice or school vouchers or, or whatever you want to call it, specifically designed to children of lower income families. The average voucher is about currently $2,800. And the bill that would add homeschool students to the mix, it would award a voucher in the amount of, of up to $1,000 for homeschool students in the next school year. Now, let me say forthright here that the homeschool community is very adamantly against school choice, school vouchers, opportunity scholarships. That's always been the stance. It's the stance of NCHE. It's the stance of individual homeschoolers and homeschool groups. And people wonder why. And I'm going to explain to you, I believe why. And I haven't talked to all of them for all the reasons, but this one thing I know. They are concerned, and I keep going back with this word discernment. Politicians, elected officials have no discernment. They just want to solve a problem and get out, get out the door, get to the next election. I'm sorry, folks, but that's exactly what it is. And this seeks to do that. We have indoctrination in the public educational system. And so this seeks to give an out of those students who would uh, want to or need help or desire help to pay for education. Sounds great. I, I bought into this early on. We did podcasts as Carolina conservatives, me and Dr. Street. And Dr. Street, in fact, we've got a podcast dropping very soon. And Dr. Street has changed his viewpoint and he'll detail that and you watch that podcast coming out very soon. I think the title of it is, Why Do Homeschool Families uh, Stand Against School Choice? Well, here's the reason. Because when government money is involved, things expected, things required, it will not be long if we take part in this and push this and approve this. It will not be long until uh, the Democrats get in control, God forbid, but should they get in control, you're going to see control attached to that money. Well, if you get this, you've got to use this curriculum. If you get this, you've got to agree to this. If you do this, you've got to do this. And right now, we are fighting for your liberty as homeschoolers. We're fighting for this. And let me tell you something. I'm going to be the only one, because I'm a homeschool dad, that will fight for you because we're in this together. You can listen to political operatives and, and political uh, opponents of mine talk about this all the time, and I'm not trying to run a smear campaign. I'm just being straightforward with you. We're going to stand because this is our life. Our family depends upon it. And so we are vehemently against it because we do not want any government oversight and and politicians don't have the ability to discern that i keep going back to that word discernment it's the ability to judge well 
We only want to fix something that the government and the politicians have already created. They want to fix it so that they can get reelected. And then, of course, they want to leave that for the next generation to deal with. That's how we got uh, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt, fixing their problems that they created. And now our children and their children's children and, and on down the line will be paying for it. We have got to stop the cycle. We've got to start putting in patriots who love the country and look forward to the next generation instead of the next election. And I'm sick and tired of it. And so we stand against it because we see what can and will most likely come. There's going to be control and we will not stand for it. Now, God gave us our children and they are our children to take care of, to protect, to educate. We do not co-parent with the government. I stand for and fight boldly for parental rights. You will not come into my home and dictate to me what is best for my children. You have already failed in that, in the public educational system, and you will not go over my boundary. Which brings me to the final bill that I want to address today, and that's House Bill 746. This is oversight of homeschools. Now listen, this has been introduced by a Democrat, and we know exactly what's, uh, what's behind that. They want to have control over something they don't control. They can't stand it. They, they're power hungry. And uh, I'm told in the DPI in Raleigh, Department of Public Instruction, that uh, they are totally behind this. Now, the, non, the Department of Non-Public Instruction, ironically, was started under the administration of a Democrat, Jim Hunt, who proclaimed himself to be a bastion for education. He was the educational governor. And he started this and allowed homeschools to flourish and to be self-governed, and they have flourished. And they have the highest success rate of going into colleges and have the highest success rates of taking tests. So exactly what could the government offer me that we aren't already doing in our homeschools? Fortunately, this bill will die in committee. And that's where it needs to die, in committee. And it needs to die, period. But I want to say and highlight, because this is... This is something that we're going to see over and over and over. They're not going to stop. They're going to keep reintroducing bills. And this is why we, it is so important to keep North Carolina red and vote in elections and talk to people, talk to your representative, talk to state senators, and, and make sure that you put the right people in. We hear all the time, we've got to have the right candidate, a candidate, a candidate. No, you need to have the right people, the people who are principled, the people who are godly, the people who stand on the Word of God, the people who stand on the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of our state. And if they're Republican, they need to stand and adhere to our party platform. If you don't agree to it, then go join the other party. Sign on to our party platform, period. Now is our time. I stand vehemently against these bills because I do not and will not allow as Lieutenant Governor or a homeschool dad or as a citizen will not allow any more intrusion 
into our homes and our liberties. The time to stop this is now. Nip it in the bud before it gets started. Everything rises and falls on leadership, and we must provide that leadership in this country. The future of our country, friends, rests upon us. It rests in our hands. It is time for us to rise and be counted, just like our forefathers did, with the same tenacity as the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy, who knew that they probably wouldn't come home with the same tenacity and the same resilience. Now, my friend, is our time. We must stand and we must not cower in fear. We must stand bold as lions. And the blood, my friend, of every soldier that was ever shed for our freedom beckons us to stand boldly for the next generation, to stand boldly for our flag, to stand boldly for the United States of America, and to stand boldly for our future generation. God bless you. God bless the great state of North Carolina. And God bless your home.